This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Jaguar Land Rover announced a bold and ambitious initiative to completely restructure the company. It plans to spend nearly $3.5 billion a year to convert its models to electric power. JLR's new CEO, Terry Bolloray, says 100% of Jaguar sales will be purely electric in 2030, with Land Rover at 60%. He also wants to integrate JLR more closely with its parent company, Tata, especially for expertise in software, technology, and data. Bolloray says he's going to simplify and right-size the company, so we expect to see major cuts. He already axed the replacement for the Jaguar XJ and announced that JLR will drop all its diesel engines by 2026. That will help pay for two new architectures at Land Rover that will support both BEVs and ICE powertrains. Jaguar gets a separate all-electric architecture. Bolloray set a goal of achieving positive cash flow, not including debt payments, and wants to see the company hit double-digit EBIT. JLR clearly needs a new direction. Its revenue is dropping, and it lost money for the last two years. Hey, do you remember that retro-styled ace from California EV startup called Alpha Motors? We first reported about the company back in December, and now it's showing off a jacked-up, dune-buggy-looking version of the ACE called the JAX, which stands for Junior All-Terrain Crossover, and it features both front- or four-wheel drive with the capability to tow up to 1,850 pounds. Alpha speculates it might get a range of around 250 miles from its 75-kilowatt-hour battery, and that the jacks will do 0 to 60 in 6.5 seconds. Like we said the first time, we don't know if this company will ever produce a customer car, but it's got some really intriguing designs. And who knows, maybe Alpha Motors can get Adam Jonas to say something nice about it. The analyst from Goldman Sachs put out a glowing report for Fisker and QuantumScape, and their stock prices jumped on the news. Fisker, of course, is the EV startup named after its founder, Henrik Fisker, who was recently on Autoline After Hours. And QuantumScape is the battery company backed by the Volkswagen Group that is developing solid-state batteries for electric cars. Yesterday, Fisker's stock jumped three and a half bucks a share, or 23%, while QuantumScape shot up over $9, or more than 21%. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry.
Ford just sold its stake in the lighter company Velodyne. Back in 2016, Ford invested $75 million in Velodyne. Last September, Velodyne went public through a SPAC, and Ford bought over 7% of the company's stock. But now Ford decided to sell its 13.1 million shares and pocket the money. Ford's partner in autonomous technology, Argo, has developed its own LiDAR. So it looks like Ford's putting all its eggs in the Argo AI basket. Don't worry about Velodyne, though. It has nearly a billion dollars in orders for LiDAR units through 2024. The supplier Borg Warner is bolstering its electric commercial vehicle capability. It just acquired the German company Akasol, which makes battery packs for buses, commercial vehicles, rail vehicles, industrial vehicles, as well as ships and boats. Borg is offering 120 euros per share, which values Akasol at around 730 million euros. And that deal is expected to close in the second quarter of the year. And in related news, Borg Warner just launched an 800-volt electric motor for commercial vehicles. It's capable of 97% peak efficiency, over 400 kilowatts of power, and it's available in four different variants. Production of the motor kicks off in 2024, and Borg says a large European OEM will use it, but it didn't say who that is. Paint company PPG just created a digital version of speed shapes. Those are the little models of cars that designers like to use to evaluate paint colors. They like those physical models because they show highlights, reflections, and shadows. But PPG came up with a software that allows designers to create realistic 3D modeling of colors and effects on virtual cars and surfaces. The program incorporates all the shapes, edges, curves, and flat surfaces of any kind of vehicle. The program also gives OEMs complete access to PPG's library of digital colors. PPG says this is the first step in digitizing the entire color styling process for its customers. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. And by SAP Industry Cloud for Automotive. With the average price of a new car in the U.S. market, nearly $40,000, millions of households have been priced out of the new car market. So car dealers and even car companies are putting more effort into selling used cars, even more telling. Investors are more interested in retailers that sell used cars than those that sell new ones. For example, AutoNation, the largest new car retailer in the U.S., has a market cap of $6.8 billion. But Carvana, which only sells used cars, is valued at $50 billion. Auto analyst and retail expert Marianne Keller was on AutoLine this week, and she explained why the used car market is so attractive. The, the beauty of the used car market in a retail setting is you can sell anything, any brand, any make or model, because as used cars, there's a complete dis disconnect with your franchise dealership brand, except in the context of CPO cars. So there's a lot of, of flexibility in that business. 
Say we've got Jim Taylor, the CEO of ELMS, or Electric Last Mile Solutions, coming on AutoLine After Hours this week. Jim has a tremendous automotive background, including time at Hummer and Cadillac and Workhorse and Karma. So join me and Gary Vasslash to learn about one of the newest EV startups in the industry. The Mazda 6 just paid a visit to the AutoLine garage, and it's cars like this that make us wonder why sales of passenger sedans are spiraling downward. This is a very well-engineered car, nicely equipped, reasonably priced, and fun to drive. It's 2.5-liter turbo, produces 227 horsepower, and 310 pound-feet of torque, which comes on effortlessly. The cabin is tastefully appointed and noticeably quiet. The seats are comfortable, the controls are easy to figure out, and the car has great road manners for a family sedan. Better still, the carbon edition trim line that we drove with a power moonroof, 11-speaker Bose sound system, heated seats and steering wheel, and all the latest safety equipment, and a whole bunch of other features, is priced around $34,200. That's a lot of car for the money, and yet sales of the six fell 24% last year in the American market. It just doesn't seem fair because a car like this deserves better than that. And that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for watching.